0: over again if you remember back when we went through the book of Revelation over and over again the Lord told John to write he that had an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the church so if you want God to talk to you you got to position yourself to hear and you do that by aligning yourself with his Word. Then you've got to develop a spiritual ear. Amen. And uh believe me, you're not going to get a spiritual ear by, by, by keeping your life fill, filled with the young and the restless. And if and if you know some of those people's been up. On that show for all these years, they're not young. The more they're just restless. (laughs) Hallelujah! Uh, I mean, and you can't. Some people say, "Brother, pastor's getting meddling now." Anything, but you ain't gonna get a spiritual ear. By having your radio tuned to the old country song, that says, "If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right." <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> uh, you, you see, there you got to you got to develop a spiritual ear, and uh, you have to learn how to do that. Okay, and then the third thing about positioning. Somebody get Psalms 34 and 18. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get James 4 and 10. If, um, y'all um read on this, James 4 and 10. You gotta humble yourself in his presence. Humble yourself. If you want God to talk to you, you got to uh you got to get rid of that old braggadocious spirit. You know. Can't be no pride in your life. You got you got to humble yourself uh, 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 to the Lord. and And the book of James chapter four, and verse ten, it says, "Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up." Amen. Uh, always stay humble. Um, yeah, it's like I said the other Sunday when I was preaching. I've heard some people they want to talk about, you know, this gift they got and that gift they got. That's the only gift I know they got is a gift of gab. Uh, uh, God don't use proud people. I don't care who they are. I don't care how talented they are. I don't care how good looking they are. Uh, who's, got, uh, who's got Psalms 34 and 18? Back there, yeah, read. Wow. That's the key, folks. That's the key. So, if you want God to start talking to you and you want that door of His voice open up in your life, position yourself to hear. And how you do that is to align yourself with the Word Develop a spiritual ear and humble yourself in his presence. Okay, what's the next thing that we need to do? We need to pray effectually and fervently. If we want God to talk to us, we have got to pray effectually and fervently. What's the scripture say? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man what availeth much. So, uh, don't expect God to talk to you if you don't ever talk to Him. Amen. Uh, I mean that's um, that's just a that's a given there, and um, uh, I want to look at uh, Psalms. One nineteen, I will uh, turn uh, to that one, in one forty-five. Psalms one nineteen is one of the longest, is the longest chapter in the in the Bible. Verse one forty-five, he said, "I cry out with my whole heart; hear me, O Lord. I will keep your statutes." Amen. And that is what I call that we're going to pray without reservations. Pray without reservations. And the way we do that is when we pray and we seek God, we do it with our whole heart. We don't hold nothing back. Amen. Some people will give, want to give God a little bit of their heart, but they don't want to give Him their whole heart. Amen? We've got to give God our whole heart. Amen. Um, I'm trying to think of something that uh, I've read one time. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I I remember reading, I think I read, read this, somebody posted this online a long time ago, said it. That God wants full custody, not just Sunday visits. Think about that. That's pretty good. I wish I'd come over that myself. God wants complete custody, not just Sunday visits. And with a lot of people, they say, well, you know, God don't ever talk to me. Well, um, how much of Him are you offering yourself? are you praying without reservation in other words are, are are you not holding anything back are you giving your whole heart to god and then we got to pray without doubt or wavering first timothy 2 and 8 somebody give me james 1 and 6 i'm going to go to first timothy 2 and 8 Without doubt or way, when we're talking about when we're praying, he said, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. When you're praying and talk to God, don't have no doubt and don't waver. Believe what you're praying. Expect what you're praying. Let me remind you what happened right here, what God told us a couple months ago. Amen. And this this was right before that. I, uh, I, I know that God gave me what I was asking for, for the healing in my, in my body. The Spirit of God spoke to us from the Holy Ghost and said, whatever you expect, I'll do it. Now, the God of the the universe has promised us that. Think about that. The same God, in the middle of nothing, and there was blackness, and just darkness, and nothing, this God was so powerful, all of a sudden spoke out, and said, let there be light. And there it was. Well, that same God that says, if you expect it, I'll give it to you. Amen. That's part also without any reservations. You can include that with that too. Um, who's got um, James 1 6? Wow. Listen to that. That's powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we pray and we talk to God, don't waver, don't doubt, just believe it and expect it to be so. And then the third thing about praying effectually and fervently is with confession and repentance. Don't never go to God to pray unless you go before him with confession and repentance. Uh, why is that important? I, I quoted the scripture a while ago. God said, your sins have separated me and you. When you talk, I'm not going to hear you. That's found in Isaiah. Every time we go to God, it's a time to repent. Hallelujah. Brother, Brother Paul, when I pray at night before I go to bed, I say, to Lord, if there's something I did, I didn't realize. Amen. That's you know. Always, always go before him with confession and repentance. First John uh, 1 and 9. Let's see what um see what that says. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Brother, you got on your mind thinking about being, uh, being baptized. And the Bible said uh, we repent and are baptized for the remission, or the, which means the forgiveness of sins. But after you have done that baptism, uh, down the road, if you mess up or if you do something uh, uh, not right, you don't have to go back and be rebaptized again. All you've got to do is come to Him, confess, say, Lord, I messed up. And He has promised, Brother Paul, He's promised He would forgive us. Amen. He has promised that. So, Pray effectually and fervently, without reservation, without doubt and waver, with confession and repentance. And then, the last thing that we want to talk about, about getting God to answer you, is promote His will. What in the world do I, I mean when you're seeking God and you're praying, you want to always pray according to His will, not your will. Um, let His will be done. And we do that, number one, by submitting to His sovereignty, 1 John uh, 5 and 14. I'm in already in 1 John, so I'll just turn over here. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask Him anything according to His will, He hears us. Amen. God's a sovereign God. He's king. He's the one on the throne, not me and you. And you need to pray according to His will. Amen. That's how to get God to move for you and that's how to get God to talk to you. So submit to his uh, uh, sovereignty. Somebody got Mark 6 and 10? Yes, Sister Margie. Okay, I, I must put the wrong scripture there. Um, I must put the wrong scripture because that's not the one I was wanting. The one I was wanting uh is where Jesus he said that um you come before him and it's not your will, but his will. And that and that goes back to the garden of Gethsemane where he's praying. Jesus didn't want to die. But I'm talking about the man, the man, Jesus. He knew what crucifixion was about. I'm sure he had he had seen other men during his third three and a half years crucified. A terrible way to die. Terrible way to die. He did not want to do it. And he prayed until his sweat was as great drops of blood. I read a doctor's book on that one time. It talked about how that he strained so hard the small capillaries uh, in his forehead literally bust, and it, it oozed out with the sweat as great drops of blood. He agonized. He did not want to die, but he said, not my will, but thy will be done. So we got to promote his will. Okay? Then we've got to uh, commit. To his ways. And we're going to go back here to Isaiah and somebody be getting Proverbs 14 and 12. Hopefully I've got that one all right. But Isaiah 55 and 9. We're talking about committing to his ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. we got to promote His will by committing to His ways. His way is better than our way. His way is higher than our way. Amen. Somebody got Proverbs 14 and 12? There is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end is the way of death. Sounds like to me we need to commit ourselves to his way. Amen? Hallelujah. And then finally, to promote his will, we have, and this probably is the hardest thing for any of us to do, and that's deny yourself. Deny yourself. Matthew 16 and 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Amen. There we have these things this is a these are principles if you can learn to apply them to your life then you will help open the door to God's voice in your life and God will speak to you he wants to speak to you but we've got to position ourselves to hear Pray effectually and fervently and promote His will. Amen. Anybody got a comment or question about what we covered on that? Now, hopefully I brought it all out. Amen. And let's strive. Let's let's get active about wanting God to, to speak to us. And He will. I promise you He will. Let's all stand together. Appreciate your attention tonight. Amen. And um, Saturday is our truck or treat outreach. And uh, looking forward to that. And uh, hopefully that we can um, uh, uh, be of a benefit to some people in the community and uh, um, get beyond the four walls here. Let's, let's pray. Father, we come tonight. We thank you and we praise you for this service for all those that are here. And Lord, help us, God, to realize that you want to talk to us all. You want to speak to us. And help us to position ourselves to hear you speak. And let us uh, desire that. And we know that you will because your word has promised that. Keep everybody safe as everybody leaves this place and gets on the highways. Keep them till the next appointed time. In Jesus' name that the church say, God bless you. We love you in the Lord. Hallelujah.